Ketso Sajani on Cape Talk, your number one news and talk station. At 25 minutes to 10, it is a Thursday. Tim Lundy is with us in studio. How are you doing, Manier? I'm doing fantastically. Thank you. And yourself? All right. All right. We are hiking with Tim Lundy. Any hiking-related questions that you might have be part of the conversation. 021-446-0567. Tim, tonight we are going to be talking essential first aid gear. Yeah. Um, we... Uh, spend a lot of time talking about you know going up on the mountain and uh, walks and and yet we know as you experienced not too long ago in a very silly way <laughs> hurt yourself <laughs> and we must have um, you know uh, a very basic first aid yeah. uh, kit with us uh, but uh, that's what we're covering for today but before we go there of course we need to recap the rescues rescues it's been a good week there was one on saturday um and it's got to be said, it was over and done with before I'd even woken up. <laughs> so I had a bit of a lie-in, and when I woke up, my phone had hundreds of messages on it. And, um, yeah, the, the rescue had already happened. So it was over and done with. They, they had the helicopter, and so it was sorted out nice and quickly. Good news. Yeah, no, it was good. And, um, yeah, there's nothing else through the week. It's been a nice, quiet, quiet week, which is, which is great. Appreciate that, um, and we hope that it does continue. Yeah, First, I mean the, the the one thing I will say though is the safety mountain tracking that we that we use um, was very busy this past weekend. Um, yeah, and that's that. I'm I'm starting to think that's starting to make a difference. Um, ah, as in more and more people more, are, are more and more okay. people are using it. We tracked in one day. We tracked over 170 people in about 23 different groups on the mountain. People who haven't heard of this uh, before, it's the first time that they hear of it, um, you know, just a, a quick recap on what we're talking about. Yeah, so it's a, a group called Hikers Network, um, which um, started a thing on Twitter. Uh, the Twitter handle is at Safety Mountain. And basically, we, we started originally on Twitter and then moved it over to WhatsApp, where we people sign up and we then have live trackers that will then track you um, when you go for your hike so when you when you start your hike you literally give four points which is your start your finish the route that you're taking and how many people you're going on that route mm-hmm. um, and if there are any deviations then you just let us know and a tracker will then just um, say copy whatever your name is and and that's it so we try and keep comms as as minimal as possible because there are up to 140 people in a room so you don't want to have too much chatter we really don't like when when people start chatting about the weather and um, what they had for lunch, and it's got nothing to do with the serious business of actually tracking yeah. people on the mountains. So, appreciate that. So that's that's one of the the uh, what Tim has said over a long time now is you no, know, just let it be a rule. Mm. You're going on a hike. Make sure that um, you make your location presence known. And that's one of the ways in which should there be a challenge, um, at least there's an, an idea as to where you are. Yeah, as a starting point. So we know where to to start. Um, we had uh, a situation a couple of weeks ago where we had no idea whether the person was on the mountain or not. Um, turns out they weren't on the mountain, but it just made a huge amount of work. I was up until 3 o'clock in the morning trying to figure out whether the person was on the mountain or not. Mm-hmm. Um so with, with the tracking system, 
we know where to go. We know where to find you. We know it, it sort of narrows down the possibilities of where you could actually be so that we've got something to start with and, and, and find you quickly. Hikers Network, go and uh, find it and learn a bit more. Tim, the focus this evening is essential first aid gear. But before we even talk about what is in an essential um, first aid kit, mm. there's a need for people to know first aid. Absolutely. So um, I've actually, I'm due to go and do my first aid course for the third time. Um, it has to be renewed every three years. Um, and that's essential when being a mountain guide, you've got to actually have first aid. Um they also recommend that when you do mountain search and rescue that you also just have basic first aid. We obviously take EMS guys into the mountain with us mm-hmm. and it's their job to to tend to the patient um, and it's our job to get them and, and the patient out as safely as possible and as quickly as possible. Um, but in the case of there may not be an EMS um, person with us, um, then we need to have the basics. Um, so, yeah, first aid is definitely one of those essentials, even if you're not going to go into the mountains, just around the house, um, car accidents. Um, and that's, you know, that for me, that's where it actually started. Um, I'd just done my mountain guiding course. And about two weeks after I'd f- done the course and done my first aid, I came across uh, a taxi that had, had turned over and there were people lying everywhere. And, of course, I got my first aid kit out of the car and I went over to try and help did everything that I needed to do and got back into the car, drove off and I got about a 500 meters and I, I felt quite ill Yeah, and I pulled the car over to the side of the road and my legs were shaking uncontrollably. I couldn't figure out what had, what had happened. And it was only later that night it actually f- it hit me. What had happened was I had an adrenaline rush um, hmm. and I was coming off that adrenaline rush. So you just kicked in into... I no, kicked into it, mode. but it was, yeah, it was my first sort of first aid um, experience. And it was then that I realized that if I'm going to be guiding people on the mountain, I'm going to be doing first aid, I can't be having adrenaline rushes and, mm. and panic attacks like that. I need to be completely composed and, and, and deal with it properly. So best way to do that is throw yourself in the deep end and go and join rescue and... And get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> where where does one go and get a, a proper accredited first aid or get in, get get into a, um, a first aid course? Look, there are loads of companies that do do it. I mean, if you, you if you Google it, um, you'll come up with a whole bunch of places. Um, but they've they've obviously got to have their certification um, that they can actually train um, first aid. Um, off the top of my head, one of the the um, guys that companies that I know is Wild Medics um, and they they do specifically outdoor first aid so in the mountains um, but they, yeah they're loads there are loads of guys that will actually do it um, what's in the box what's in the kit what do you have what yeah so I bought, I bought a couple of things with me while well, I bought my, my first aid kit which um, as you can see is quite small but there is a lot of stuff packed in mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, f- the first thing, the, probably the most important thing in any first aid kit would be latex gloves. Right. Um, your safety first over the patients because you can't, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've got you've got to look after yourself first. So safety goggles are another, another thing that, that you should have. Um, and then plasters. One thing out of my first aid kit that I use constantly 
um, people are constantly scratching themselves or cutting or bruising. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got hundreds of plasters and I, I use them all the time. It's the one thing that, that I have used a lot. Um, and then bandages. You get all sorts of different sizes of bandages. The last time I had to use my first aid kit, um, I realized that I'd been using it so often that I hadn't actually replenished the bandages. And the poor guy had actually banged his head on a, on a rock. We were walking through a cave and he, he, he stood up too soon and split his head open. And of course, I didn't have any bandages, but luckily his wife had gone shopping the day before oh. and got a first aid kit. So she had the bandages. So I then just applied them. Did them. she know that it was almost like, I know you are going to hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me buy it and bring it with because yeah. you know yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. So then one of the other things that I've got is a triangular bandage, which is for dislocations of arms. Um, dislocated shoulder, a broken arm. Um, so it just helps stabilize. And the one important thing about being a first aider is that you're not going to perform an operation on the mountain. Mm. You're not going to... Don't be solve, a hero. Yeah, you're not going to be a hero. You, all you are basically trained to do, I mean, I'm level one, which is, is entry level, um, is basically just learn how to stop the bleeding or, or try and just prolong um, the situation that, that you find yourself in long enough for the medics to get there. Now, when it when it's a car on the side of the road, medics are there within under an hour most of the time. When it's on the mountain, you're lucky if there's a medic with you in mm. under two hours. There's a, there's a need to just go back to the, the whole point that one needs to go and go through a first aid course because you mentioned you know the triangular bandage and dislocated um, bones and shoulders and whatever Uh, the just because you have an first aid kit does not mean you cannot administer first aid exactly right absolutely so yeah doing a first aid course is definitely one of those things that i highly recommend everybody does because you can use it around the house it's not just for the mountain you Mm. can use it in everyday life um, and it yeah it's essential especially when you're out out in the mountains um, where time is not on your side you know you you've, you're going to be waiting a long time until the real professionals get there the guys that are medically trained to actually deal with the situation and get you get you off we spoke about the the, the, the bandages and then there's burn pads I mean and, and strip plasters huh? yeah burn burn pads are just one of those things that um, you know you could be out camping and uh, and the gas gas uh, cooker falls over burns burns your arm and you get a first degree or third degree burn and that can get infected really really quickly so burn burn pads are definitely one of those things that that have. Um, I have used them in the past um, around the house, not necessarily on the mountain, but it's one of those things that I wouldn't go without um, in a in a first aid kit. Um, yeah, then yeah, strip plasters also just it helps. You know, when you've got all these bandages and stuff like that, it just helps secure everything in place um, because it can be quite um, depending on where the where the injury is. Some of them can be a lot more harder to sort of cover up and so strip bandages do come in quite handy with that kind of thing i I see on the list and you've brought this to studio before the the foot warmers hand warmers yes 
So yeah, I I um, have used them quite a few times now, um, and and people swear by them. They're, you know, once you've used it once, and you and you, you, you out in the cold when it's really really cold. I mean, I've been out in the snow, and a guy took his hands out of his gloves, um, and it was probably for two three minutes. And he started to lose feeling in both his hands. Mm-hmm. Put the gloves back on, and it wasn't working. It wasn't. He was. It was really, really cold. We got stuck in two blizzards, and um, yeah. So we got the hand warmer out, and he stopped just complaining pretty, pretty soon. We're not. We're not talking about a, a hot water bottle. Eh? Just explain a hand warmer for those who might not know what we're talking about. So hand warmer is. It's a chemical. Um, I'm not actually sure what exactly they use in it, but ba- basically when you when you crack it, so you you twist it. And it's it's a small it, packet. It's yeah. a small little packet um, that could fit into your pocket, and when you when you twist it, you you cause a chemical reaction, which then starts to make the contents heat up, not to the point where it's going to burn you, but just enough that it's going to warm up your hands or your extremities. Just on that, scientists, people who who know how how does it work. Because you you got one there, mm. right? You've yeah, got one there. Got one um, it's 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 very simple. It's a it's a it's a, a little pack, and yeah, just just pass toe it warmer. Over. Yeah, <laughs> there's a toe warmer. It's 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 it just it feels like you know a small what it looks like. It's a small like chip size mini chip size pack, and it's got what feels like a. Uh, probably a, a very big bandage inside actually, yeah. is what it feels like. And then for somehow when you start twisting it, breaking it, it, it warms up. I, I've never figured out how. Well, it'll be a chemical reaction. That yeah, but what are those chemicals? Yeah, what, what, you know, know. Just to, to get a sense of exactly um, how it happens. Scientists, come on, call us. 021-446-0567. We continue with Tim Lundy uh, hiking. Any hiking-related questions that you might have or even advice on a uh, first aid kit be part of the conversation. At 9 minutes to 10, it is... Um, Hiking with Tim Landy as we normally do on a Thursday and this evening we are talking first aid gear. A message that we got via the, is it, uh, WhatsApp line? Yeah, uh, it says uh, St. John's Ambulance in Woodstock offers a first aid course to the public, uh, even offer the courses to companies and organizations. That is what uh, Devo says there. Brilliant. Uh, so that's one, one yeah uh, one of the choices one of the choices uh, we're just going through the list of uh, what the, the must haves in a first aid uh, kit um, safety glasses tim yeah so safety glasses because you yeah i mean because your eyes can absorb um liquids and stuff you don't want anything being mm-hmm. shot into your eyes so the the glasses are there basically like the same with the, with the gloves just as a as a safety precaution, that makes sense. And then there is the hey, this is where it gets scary. Yeah. <laughs> the, this the snake bite kit. It's it's important, but again, surely there isn't a universal one, is it? Um, look, yeah. I mean, the, the snake bite kit. It's actually just called a bite kit. Um, I've I've come to know it as a snake bite kit. Um, it's pretty universal. I mean, it's it, it looks like a very huge syringe and it's got different cups that fit onto the end of the syringe and those cups basically when you when you push the plunger down it actually sucks it's got a reverse valve so it actually sucks 
your skin up into the cup. And the different size cups are for the different types of bites. So you can get a bee sting, a scorpion sting, a snake bite, um, spider bite. So if you've been bitten within the first minute or two, if you can get onto that bite with with the thing with the with the plunger, you can try and extract some of that venom. It's not a total solution to being bitten by a snake by by no means, mm. but it may buy you some time, especially if you're on the mountain. But like you said, um, the being geared for being ready for any. Uh, possible um, injury, whatever it might be, on the mountain, you're not going to be uh, doing heart surgery there. No. This is a temporary measure to bring some sort of stability up until the right people come. Try and stabilize the patient as quickly as possible um, and just get them as comfortable as possible until either rescue come or until you can actually get them off the mountain safely. I mean, we're talking bites and, and the bite kit, but there's also other type of bites that require um, an antihistamine cream. Yes. So, yeah, if, if you do these things, antihistamine cream is, is perfect for that kind of thing, for, for any kind of sting that you've got, um, just to, to try and stop that sort of process or at least slow it down again until the, the professionals get there and actually can do the, 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 the right, you know, an ALS medic, will be able to actually administer drugs and stuff like that. The one thing about being a first aider is that you, in this country, you are not allowed to administer any drugs whatsoever. Makes sense. Not even a panado. In America, I know it's different. You can give them whatever. Um, but here, it, it's just too dangerous. Um, so one of the things you're told when you do the first aid kit you do not give any patient anything. Um, so it's nil by mouth. You, you just don't administer any, any drugs whatsoever. You can get into a huge amount of trouble if that person ends up losing their life. It does make sense, though. I mean, I, I yeah, absolutely understand, understand that that logic. Um, a question via the WhatsApp line, 0725671567, um, asking, with the level one first aid training, what would happen should a hiker get a snake bite or stress fracture? So if it, yeah, if a snake bite, if you've got the snake bite kit, um, use it and and then come up with a with an exit strategy. Um, one of the things you taught as a guide is that you can't do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can't come up with the exit strategy and trying to call for help and trying to help this person who's now just been bitten by a puff adder. Um, so you've got to learn how to delegate certain jobs. So people will find out where you are. One person can find out where you are and, and then give that location to the person who's phoning for help. Mm-hmm. Um, and another person can help you help the patient become more comfortable. Um, so, yeah, many, many hands make light work. Um, and trust me, when, when you're in the mountains like that and, and something like happens, firstly, the one thing that hits you like a ton of bricks is that the mountain becomes an enormous place Yeah, because you realize how isolated you actually are. Um, so keeping your calm and keeping cool and collected is, is, is very, very important. Um, in terms of a fracture, again, um, you're not going to, you're not going to, um, fix the break or, or do the x-rays or all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You're literally going to look for symptoms of, is there external bleeding or basically 
go through the, the different scenarios of what, what to do and how to treat that patient and stabilize them as best as possible, make them as comfortable as possible, and and come up with a plan to get that person off the mountain as quickly as possible. Let's take responsibility in doing the research and finding out a bit more about a first aid kit before we run out of time, Tim. Mm. Uh, the weather for the weekend. Weather for the weekend, Saturday is partly cloudy, breezy to strong south southerly wind, um, temperatures 16 to 24, and then Sunday is going to be sunny, but gale force southeaster winds. So it looks like summer is finally making its appearance. It definitely and is. Temperatures 17, 20. So not as hot on Sunday, but um, yeah, sunscreen and um, sun, um, yeah, sunblock and, and hat and, and stuff like that. Are you walking anywhere this or hiking anywhere this weekend? I am. I'm going up to Constantia Berg. Um, so if anybody wants to join me, I've got a couple of people already joining me. If they want to join, um, they can go onto my Facebook page, which is Captain Hiking with Tim Lundy. Um, all the details are on there. Tim Lundy, thank you very much. Uh, again, Facebook, Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy. Twitter, at Hiking Cape Town. Instagram, Cape underscore town underscore hiking we need to work on this uh, youtube uh, <laughs> cape town hiking and you can also um on their website of course cape town hiking.co.za yeah. yeah now the, the instagram after we mentioned it last week has, has grown oh, phenomenally yes yeah, so yeah. we'll send you that invoice my brother <laughs> um, you can also f- check out uh, tim's book the book is family walks in cape town email him tim at cape town hiking Constantia Berg is where he's walking. Yeah, from Silver um, Hiking. And um, for more details, go to his Facebook page, Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy. My brother, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. That website again, capetownhiking.co.za.